No, not really. A rail gun is, uh, is an electronic gun that shoots a projectile about uh, 25,000 miles an hour, much faster than any rifle. I'll have a question and answer period. You can come up, take a look at these artifacts. Uh, here's a couple of magazines. Uh, spotlight. Uh, anyway, uh, there's the alien dodges. I've got my friend killed. Here's some of my father's notes. Those are blanks there. But, uh, Famous popular science about secret airbase. By the way, if it doesn't exist, how come they printed it? Uh, here's a Nazi saucer. That was done by Vladimir Chizursky, who was a, who was a Russian uh, space engineer of some fame. Here's a new periodic chart of the elements. Go ahead and look through it. Incidentally, uh, here is a unique uh, piece of hardware too. It's an ordinary gold watch. Uh, the only thing unique about this particular gold watch is that it's a Waltham, but on the back, on the reverse, uh, it's made in Montauk, New York. It just happened to be used by my dad in a Philadelphia experiment. And it happens to be keeping a rather accurate time. Anyway, I need a seat. And I'll let you look. Can we get one of the heaviest Actually, the heaviest is the Mergonite, that kind of gold-looking material. Be very gentle with these. These aren't normal specimens. And one person handling one piece at a time. Can we get a period of these? Yes, These are $4 for these. A Celtic one. And, uh, a year ago, these were secret. Above top secret. By the way, here's your. Thank you very much. Should it? After we take a look, as you take your seat and have a question and answer period, then I'll wrap it up. Aerial maps are two dollars and one of those. Those are actual aerial maps used in your life. Those are made in 1966. Also have uh, portfolios of, of selected selected pictures of the atomic bomb blasts at the as, as well as Dell Thor. And if there's someone that needs labeling, I'll label them for you after the talk. Do you have one like this? Yes, I do. Matter of fact, this I can't spell. Take a look inside of that, inside of that canyon, so to speak. Really an interesting formation. See how the uh, wood fibers have just literally been separated. Yeah, that's right. Of course, you've heard about straws and going through telephone poles after a tornado. Um, maybe this was that kind of a thing, although this was kind of remote. Are those $20? Yeah, these are $20. And they're a select group. 
There's a select group of pictures, uh, like here at some here in the street, uh, Stalker's leading ground zero. This is, by the way, is the USS Eldridge uh, ready room. It's a ready room aboard the USS Eldridge. I think Al Bielik will verify that. And um, that's one of their, I think, how many, how many ready rooms? Is Al here? Yeah. How many ready rooms were aboard the USS Eldridge? Theoretically, two. Two. I only know one because that's the only one I ever went in. Okay. Lecturing varied between various lectures. It lists a few lectures, different people. Not all the people, although you can do your homework and probably find that out. These are going after this talk. These placards are going to be duplicated on the special paper sent to the United States Senate, and of which these pictures will not only be totally declassified but will be out in the public domain. And if uh, anything's not marked, like when I haven't marked, I'll try and uh, identify them for you. So if I could give you a map of Green Lake also. Portfolios and copy the actual 
Joint Army Navy Task Force language under those photographs, and that's the official language. I've, I've stuck my own word. You didn't know what that means. Yes, well, I don't have all of them, but there's a select group. Um, uh, we'll work through it and we'll see the different ones that are selected. Yeah. You know, it's actually two years ago, you got an A bomb as they say, classic. Pardon me, but I'm going to take a seat. You want us to wait to ask questions? No, actually, uh, we'll continue to look. We'll just people write down the names of the We'll start the Q&A here in about 10 minutes, 5 minutes. Okay. Do you need those hats? Sign up for the video on the video. I said I don't want to be in the video. Oh, okay. You hear the lady, she doesn't want to be in the video, but she might like to look at those. Go ahead. So when she's up here, we can shut your camera off. Which one is this? Right here. This one. Flying disc, swimming ground zero. Zero. Yeah. 
What? Does the average engineer in this country not um, understand that thing about the bomb not being possible? I haven't talked to a single engineer. I've probably talked to 400 of them so far. And everyone knows the federal government is involved up to their, okay. to their, their eyeballs. How about school teachers, scientists? School teachers, I've talked to many of them, they still believe it was a little Most school teachers don't think. Most school teachers, you're right, do not think. Higher education is a joke. Most of the media anymore. Was that the positive? Is it called fusion? Yeah. And your point was that it was valid. It was very valid. It was proven. The people. He donated the award to Greenpeace at the end of it all. Uh, I'm not a proponent of them, I guess we could work. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, the award is $140,000 and uh, for their discovery. And the U.S. military said, no, you can't, you can't do this. Now they're working with Cold Fusion of Japan. The information is forbidden to be told the public of the United States. Once again, we're treated as babies and children by our federal government structure and told that they lied to and saying that this is a bunch of hyperbole. I'll tell you folks, if we don't do some serious changing and talking and talking in groups, maybe in small groups like I'm doing, but maybe not coming, you know, have to come clean and come out of the woodwork, so to speak. But you have to talk in groups of what you learn. And if you do this, uh, uh, word of mouth is a wonderful thing. Uh, and uh, from that, uh, we might be able to uh, continue uh, and have our freedoms that we so aptly take for granted in these wonderful United States. And I've been in over 70 countries. I've never found another country as beautiful as the United States. Now we're going to have the question and answer period. Question and answers, folks. Young, let's hear them. I was reading in that underground book, you know. That I first oh, Richard Souter book. Yeah, and he was talking about. Well, I was. I've been interested in the underground railroad system ever since I heard Mel Bailey talk about it about a few years ago. I know Bill the tunnel. But in the book, they don't tell anything about the newer <clears throat> um, drills that built the tunnels. There are no drills. There's no drills. No drills. It's my nuclear boring machine. Nuclear boring machine that literally melts or deflagrates the rock to an extremely fine powder, melts it, and sticks it on the walls. But he said in the book that he didn't know if they had ever went ahead and made that machine. Machines existing, but I can tell you even who Krupp of West Germany made the machine. He had no pictures of the later of that machine. What he had was more of the obsolete machines. 
even obsolete equipment can drill seven uh, up to seven miles a day. And uh, we once again we've been lied to when they say a quarter of a mile a day. Even through solid rock. Even yeah. through solid rock. Yes, sir. Seven miles a day. Even if they, they have to take the material out and pull it away. There's nothing to take out. There's another nothing to take out to speak of. It's all it's all vaporized. Here's another piece of titanium metal mixed with alien elements. Very hard material. Just break. It's uh, used in all of the black jets. Stealth aircraft. Why was the the uh, big mercury mines that were found by Las Vegas? Why were they confiscated? Mm. They run very deep. For one thing, they were used for uh, everything from atomic waste disposal to uh, 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 putting uh, bad news aliens and making a little jail out of it. I guess if you want to call it. Uh, it's a good way of uh, once again hiding the problems in the public. So it's tied into the underground system where the mines were? Yeah, absolutely. Or they were just, where were they buying? They were out, outside of uh, Las Vegas, I've heard. Uh, they're over near Mercury, Nevada. You were talking about 129 of the underground bases and about half of them being used to house the aliens. What are the other half used for? The other half are used strategically uh, uh, by different military organizations, mostly uh, Army and Air Force and uh, Navy, uh, for uh, research and development laboratories predominantly, and also uh, medical research and development laboratories and chemical weapon laboratories. And once again, these bases have been built unceasingly, day and night, since 1940. And if you add up all the bases, all the cost of all the bases, it's uh, pretty close to a quadrillion dollars. How can they keep this so media public? It's all informed, well, it's pretty easy. the people that live around the area. It's pretty easy to keep it away from the public. Uh, they've done a real good job of it, uh, with the exception of people like myself that come out of the woodwork. Uh, those big, uh, the public beliefs. Believes the lie, the big lie. Of course, you know the old trope, uh, the old adage about lies is you have to keep telling them to keep, and and then you get you get to a point in time where you believe them to such a degree that uh, you become part of the lie. You live the lie. Is this where they do their cloning? Supposedly, a lot of these things are. Horrific beyond degree. Uh, traumatic events that I went through uh, caused me to get professionally taken care of by the Naval Hospital and other places. And uh, uh, that gave me something like. Uh, um, battle stress or delayed stress syndrome. I learned to uh, slowly work my way out of that. It was not easy. 
what's going on in Weld County, Colorado with them um, having a lot of changes and also having the most cattle mutilations in the whole world? Cattle mutilations are government-sponsored alien operations and have been since they were first started in 1967. Actually, they were probably going on much earlier. And uh, they, uh, the upshot of that was glandular, we allow the aliens to extract glandular secretions from animals, mixing them with their own. In exchange, we'll give them plutonium products for their drive, for their uh, spaceship drives, among making alien elements for them, and they give us the uh, biological weapons. Isn't that a nice, horrible scenario? So this kind of stuff is uh, bad news indeed. By the way, being a U.S. citizen in good standing, I can't stand it anymore. I think we can do better. And if our government officials will not will, will not uh, uh, keep keep keep, in other words, if they keep telling us the big lie, keep reporting the big lie. I think time we not only vote them out, we demand them out. We impeach them out. And if we can't do that, I advocate just what our founding fathers say. Federal government structure out of control is totalitarian slavery. And we must vigorously fight them out. And of course, the trouble is with revolutions, folks, they always end up killing the whole people. I don't advocate the overthrow of my government. But right now, my government is not in touch with me, or you, or anybody else. And uh, it's kind of moot after that. What again was the number of uh, estimated alien down craft? Pretty close to 800,000, all told. As we speak, the Russians are shooting down two a day per province within mother motherland Russia. The Southern Hemisphere, six per day. The United States, one per day. And uh, Europe, one per day. It's a full-scale invasion. It's just because you don't see more of the White House. Um, by the way, you wonder why, why don't they well, Billy Meyer season, different. First of all, of the eleven groups of aliens there are, four of which are benevolent, seven of which are very evil. Uh, you found other ones that are good for battle. Well, the, the ones purported by Billy Meyer, the Pleiadians, uh, Pleiadians uh, from the seven star cluster in the Pleiades. Um, that's one of the groups. There's another group from the other side of Orion, another group uh, from uh, about 3,500 light years out, supposedly still with us. Uh, I don't remember their name offhand, but they're a very small individual, human-looking, but childlike, but very large cranium, very large heads, uh, IQ is off the scale and they can do no wrong 
they're of the angelic types there. They don't fly around with little wings or anything by angelic. I mean, they can't do wrong. They physically can't do wrong. Fired. Spielberg, they weigh about 30 pounds. 18 pounds. Well, the fourth one is a is a is a is really two groups, and uh, they're extremely tall individuals. They're ocean, predominantly ocean, uh, deep ocean. Uh, they live in deep oceans, and they basically harvest our our minerals, and they're kind of you can they're always in oceans of below twenty thousand feet. They're these uh, two tiered antennas found. And of course, our submarines have found them years and years ago, uh, during World War II, some submarine uh, warfare and encountered several that fired shot to death. They didn't know which weapon or, or whatever they were. Are the aliens our biggest threat, or is our federal government the biggest threat? Both are major threat. Time. It's about enough we have one. Does does Wolf County, Colorado have an underground base in that area? Colorado has three underground bases, uh, one at DIA. Uh, I believe what you mentioned, what, what was it, Weld? Weld County is the biggest, one of the biggest counties in the United States. I believe it's in the northeastern section of that county, if I remember. I'd have to look at a map. I can identify every 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 base on a map. I have I have the latitudes and longitudes of such bases. And by the way, if I mention that, that does entail espionage. If I mention all of them, and I cannot do that to the ground, and I want to keep on talking as much as I can. So that's one thing I promise to do, but I have to break my promise, and I'll tell you that it's wrong. I encountered something when I was back in the You'll have to speak. I, 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 I visited Minnesota. I was coming back and I decided to take a different route to get off the interstate to the U.S. Highway 36 across northern Kansas. And about 20 miles from the Colorado border, there was suddenly construction. 36 was completely cut off. Detours and way around, and I did that. I just went down uh, I said, okay, over that area, uh, I guess 15 minutes later, I saw strange formation of clouds in perfect themselves. They're, uh, and, and, and I was convinced there's something very active. And they're used to cut off the U.S. highways. The name of those clouds is all, if I can interrupt, is also cumulus lenticulatus or lens shaped clouds. Almost always predominantly, uh, there are two kinds of clouds. The kind, if you go up to Virginia City sometime in April or May, you'll see these clouds that come right up, up roaring up to Steep Mountain. You'll look at them and they'll just disappear. They'll cease to blow over your shoulders, nothing. It's kind of a condensed alter cumulus lenticulatus A. And the B, kind of it almost looks as like a black uh, thunderstorm like cloud and they always have to tell the disc in the center and if you uh, take a, a, your camera your eye will probably see it and the camera will pick up uh, metallic uh, uh, dots within that cloud structure and those dots can be professionally analyzed and you come up with the you come up with the uh, 
logical that there would be more people that would be aware of debris? No, I'll tell you why. As soon as one is down, they're attacking certain northern tier state air force bases, predominantly. Uh, if you can get on those bases or stray onto those air force bases without getting arrested, good luck. But uh, if one of those craft is down, but they seal off the whole area, period. They being the federal government, police and whatnot, Air Force police or whatever, air base or, or army base or tank base or whatever you got in that area. If they seal off the whole area and anybody caught in there is shot on site or immediately arrested and detained. By the way, a military base can circumvent the U.S. Constitution and Bill of Rights. An Indian reservation can do the same thing. Is this what our government, this was supposed to have been laid out by our founding fathers? I don't believe so. I think we can do better. I know we can do better. I also know that our present government's stature is uh, so punitive, it's very reminiscent of early Nazi days with Adolf Hitler. In fact, New World Order is taken from his manifesto so to speak, in 1933, he actually said, we will form a new world order. Where was the third one in Colorado? He said one was DIA, the second one was the Northeastern Protocol, Wall County. One is down, I believe, uh, you know where Telluride, Colorado is? Yeah. Okay, it's due east of Telluride by about 13 or 14 miles. And you can't miss it because as you check some of the side roads, you'll see uh, vented air shafts coming right out of the rock. That's typical of an underground base. Or if you're traveling along by car, by, by jet, you'll see a truncated mountain. Remember the truncated mountain? You saw as we were curving around one of the last days, and the plane was banking like this. And I said, hey, yeah, look at the 
deep underground military base. The cockpit door was open. It says, oh, God, and what they did is they did this and, and worked around. And, and just as you got your camera out. Right. <laughs> oh, I already had a picture of it. And that was, uh, by the way, one of the bases at S-4. Because it had circled around Area 51, and that was one of the bases. So we, I actually saw it from the air instead of everything. They can run uh, the deepest deep underground military base is two and a half miles underground. Uh, the Del State base is two and a half miles underground. That's pretty close to uh, 13,000 feet. 5,280 feet make a mile. Is there any temperature or high temperature problems? No. Uh, as a matter of fact, in certain sand storms, you have to get a lower temperature. Mm -hmm. Your water. water. Water leaches out. Of course, that has to be sealed. Protective sealer. Very difficult in some cases. By the way, this ring I'm wearing is a, has a sapphire. When you blow the mountains apart, there's sapphires in the I have that professionally uh, cut. Where uh, it was a good luck piece. It's a blonde, six gray star sapphire, American star sapphire. It's been working. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I had to I had it cut and polished and, and uh, the setting made in this base. Some of my different days. What about when you're you're just driving along and it seems to be nothing around and you'll see these white pipes coming out of the ground with turbines on the top? Exactly. That's is that one? That's, that's one type. There's one of those in Denver. Shot. I mean, I've seen them along the highways in Denver. It's like industrial commercial stuff over here and then all of a sudden you see all these white tubes along the highway. Those are air shafts and some of them are run very deep, some of them are run you know, you don't have to be in the military. You have to attack this thing that's very vulnerable. Plug those things up and pump some bad gas down there while it Well, I guess uh, I'm not a tactician on such stuff. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my move. Yeah, that's one way of telling Yes, sir. Are there any of those underground bases in Nebraska or Kansas? In every state, there's at least two. You know what they are in Nebraska. I'd have to look on a map. I, I couldn't be until you have some. Are they off? Are they off? Air Force Base. Yeah, probably off. It's <laughs> also where they took some of the alien, uh, alien remains and saucer remains right off the bat. Off of Air Force Base. Okay, any more questions? One more question. Do they have a uh, underground base in place though in Arizona? Yes, sir. Yes, they do, and it's a very deep base indeed. In fact, they're going to make it deeper than any other base. They want to take it four miles now. What's it called again? Sedona. Sedona, Arizona. Is it one that's north? A lot of them. Just northeast of there. Yes. Well, that's all, folks, and I think I'm going to release some time for Alpha Helix. And I better lunch a sandwich before, before I become an alien. John <laughs> White, thank you. It's been a real pleasure. And I hope I've had a, uh, you've 
you've had some hand-on experience. By the way, there's a little metallic fragrance you might be able to pick up. I don't know, they might be aliens. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. designs and mechanizations of our federal government structure that I feel directly in peril not to tell anybody about, so that's why I'm here telling you. In doing so, I'm breaking my security oaths. I am also guilty of breaking major federal law. How, how long I'll be able to do this, anybody's guess. However, I would like to mention this talk is going to be broken up into four main topics. And, uh, each of these topics will have some bearing on what you people are involved in, you patriot people, or even some of you people that aren't patriots that may be leaning in that way or considering it. I want you to know these United States are a beautiful place. I've traveled in over 70 countries, and I cannot remember any country that has the beauty as well as the magnificence of its people, like these United States. Um, give you an overview of basically what I am. Uh, I started off went through engineering school, which half of my schooling was in the field. I built up a reputation for being a geological engineer as well as a structural engineer with with both military and aerospace applications. I have helped build two main concern bases within these United States that have some significance as far as what is it called the New World Order. Number one is Dulce, New Mexico. I was involved in 1979 in a horrendous firefight with alien-human alien type whatever you want to call them, and uh, I was one of the survivors. I'm probably the only talking survivor you'll ever hear. Two other survivors are under close guard somewhere in these United States. One is not in very good shape. He's in living in uh, Canada. So I'm about the only one around that knows the firefight, that knows all the detail files of the entire operation. 66 Secret Service agents, FBI and the like, Black Berets died in that firefight. I was there. Number one, part of what I'm going to tell you is going to be very shocking. Part of what I'm going to tell you is probably going to be very unbelievable. So, if instead of putting on your glasses, I'll ask you to put your skepticals on rather than your spectacles. <laughs> But please feel free to do your own homework. I know the Freedom of Information Act isn't much to go on, but unfortunately it's basically the best we've got. Uh, your local law library and your nearest law university is a good place to look for congressional records. So if one continues to do their homework, uh, and one can be 
standing vigilant in regards to their country. I love the country that I'm living in more than I love my life. I would not be standing before you right now risking my life by telling you these things if I didn't believe it so. The first part of this talk is going to concern deep underground military bases and the black budget. Let me first start by emphasizing the black budget. The black budget is a secretive group basically a secret budget. It garners one quarter of the gross national product, the entire gross national product of these United States. Present the gross national products around five trillion dollars. So one quarter of that's about one, one and a quarter trillion dollars per year. Uh, at least 1.023 trillion, and I say at least, is used in black budget programs like deep underground military bases. <coughs> Presently, there are 129 deep underground military bases in these United States. Is this our? No, this one doesn't work. Anyway, of these 129 bases, they've been building them day and night unceasingly for since the early 40s. Some of them were built even earlier than that. Uh, these bases composed, comprise bases comprised basically of large cities underground. They're connected by high-speed monorail magneto-leviton trains that can go up to Mach 2. Uh, books have been written, uh, several books recently have been written about this activity, all of which is verifiable through bibliography. Uh, I think Al Bielik will, uh, unfortunately, Al Bielik has my only copy. Uh, of, uh, is Al Bailey here, by the way? Al Bailey? Yes, please do. Richard Souder's book, he's a PhD architect, and he's written, he alone also has 